Hey, this is Lola, but you can call me Lola if you like. Hi, this is Belisa, and you can call me Vels if you want. And this is the Everybody Hates HR podcast, episode 55. Whoop, whoop. I feel Ooh. like we haven't been whooping recently, have we? We haven't, whooping? no, we haven't been whooping. No, we should be whooping. Yeah, no, we're getting there, 55. That's yeah. um something. It is something. It's the age that you can take your pension. I like that. From, there we go. HR, that facts. HR facts. Yeah, yeah. And this is the two of us. Yeah, just the two of us. It hasn't been two of us for a couple of weeks yeah. now. I've, I've had fun with our guests, but yeah. I missed it. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward it's to just being two of us again. Yeah. So what have you been up to then? We haven't done that in a while as well. Um, it was my birthday. It was your it birthday. It was my birthday. I wasn't really feeling too birthday this year. Like usually I do something, like I have people over or I do something to celebrate. Like I'm very like... Can I just say actually, so... I was out with a mutual friend yeah. for someone else's birthday. And then we both went. <gasps> oh, yeah. Isn't it, me? Yeah, it was like, isn't it Layla's birthday? And we were like, we were debating. We were even debating. Like, no, she would have said something by now. She would have told us what we're doing for her birthday by now. Yeah, yeah. I was I like, yeah. So, but there was. But this is the new me. No, yeah. New me is Loki. I mean, I love that I'm, for you. You know, Loki, babe. Yeah. So. Um, Are I, you? Okay. Huh? Continue. Sorry. I'm a Loki, babe. Okay. That's, that's, that's the rebrand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I didn't do it. I didn't have like a thing, and then I was just ready to ready to chill. I booked a massage on um, the day of my birthday, and that was it. And then my boyfriend was like, "Okay, I will do something," and I was just like, "Oh, do I need to dress up?" He was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No." So um, we went to <laughs> we we ended up going. He was like, "We're gonna eat." So we we got to Farringdon, and then I don't know why yet, but like as we're walking past Tinseltown, I was like, imagine if this oh, guy took good me. Good times. Because I've been talking about it the day before. So back in the day, like when I was like seventeen, yeah, so you go like Tinseltown, you go Tinseltown, yeah. twenty four hours, and I was like, oh my god, as we're walking past, I was like, imagine if this guy took me here, like would we we would have to break up? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> anyway, it wasn't there. Um, I went to a restaurant called Don Le Noir. Mm-hmm. So, I've heard of it. Yeah, so I've I didn't I'd heard of it, but I've never been. So basically, it's a restaurant where like it's pitch black and all the waiters and waitresses are blind. And like when I got inside, I was like, oh, maybe I looked around. I looked at the menu. They took they confiscate anything that is light producing, so your phone, your watch, any loose items you have, they have to go in a locker. And I still no one had actually explained to me what it was because obviously it was a surprise. And then. And I looked on the wall and they had like um, different like sign language things that you can learn. So I learned that this is pork, like a pig. Uh-huh. I'm holding my fist up to my nose um, for those of you listening to audio. And I started to think, wait, if it people are, if it is that restaurant where people are blind, why would you need? Why would sign you need language? sign language? So it just scrambled me a bit. But then we went upstairs. It definitely was that place. You pick a menu: meat or meat and fish or vegan veg. And then um, when we went in. I was like, okay, so they introduced us to our waitress who I was like, okay, this person is, I think they're blind. And then so you basically have to hold the waitress's shoulder and go in and then they showed you your table, but it's literally pitch black. And when I sat down, I basically started freaking out because I, like, they show you to chair, they put your hand on your chair, they explain to you on your table there's a cup and a water bottle. And I just started freaking out because basically, I just think it was a delay between my brain understanding what was going on. In my life, I've never opened my eyes and seen pitch black. So I just started freaking out. I was like, so I was just doing doing this, like opening and closing my eyes, like like waiting for, find, trying to find something to focus on, like some light or does nothing. So then I was like, to my boyfriend, like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. And I was like, hold my hands. And I was like, if I close my eyes, I'll be fine. So I closed my eyes for like 30 seconds and I opened it. And I was, it was all, it was all copacetic after that. So how did you eat if you couldn't see? So basically they bring the food to your table. They explain to you where the cutlery is and everything. So I, you just have to figure it out. So you've like, you've, there's so much muscle memory so i had a strategy i would t- i touched my food a little bit i just like j- gently patted it so i could see get the lay of the land my boyfriend just went in straight in the cutlery <laughs> and i'm like we're trying to figure out what would i was like oh that's cauliflower that's lamb that's this that's that is this salmon or when we was eating and he was i was like oh try the cauliflower with the lamb he was like how are you choosing what you're eating with what i was like touch the food Types of food he was just eating like a savage so it's the purpose of the restaurant to like have the experience of a blind person i don't really know but i think it is i i think it is something about like not leveling the playing field but i think it is about having a little bit of like empathy, empathy yeah um because obviously they are like chilling like yeah, yeah. they know the restaurant mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. um they can't see but obviously the fact that they can't see is not 
any more of a hindrance than when they're and like it's so weird being so vulnerable and really relying on people and they did all these things like just around accessibility which you just don't think about so it was quite eye-opening like when every time our waitress came to the table I think her name was Ayan she was like hi it's Ayan again so every time she came over but then you don't think that if you're going up to a black I know I would go up to a blind person and probably just start speaking because that's like if I wasn't thinking, yeah, that's what yeah, I would yeah. do. But every time she came over to the table, she introduced herself. She's like, yeah. hi, it's Ayan again. Hi, it's Ayan again. Just so, okay, obviously we're feeling very vulnerable. Like, we know who, who it is. Like, when she brought over the drinks, like, she was like, who ordered this, who ordered that? I'm thinking, how do you know? She, uh, but then my boyfriend's drink had two straws. Mine had one. So the people who made the food are not blind and drinks and stuff. But obviously they, they give it to them so that they can tell. So she's like, okay, this one has two straws. That's for you. This one has one straw. It's for me. And just little things like, you know, how do you pour water? So obviously, you have to, I had to put my thumb in the tip of the top of the glass so I could see when it was at the right level. But just it was really interesting. I don't know if you, it's for sure not the experience that a blind person has, but it was a little bit like it was like a probably zero point zero zero one percent of what people have to go through on a daily basis, or mm. what it even feels like to not be able to do something that you know what I mean to rely yeah, on other yeah, people yeah. to do things. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Wow. Yeah, and then I went to the Tomb Raider experience in Camden. Was it good? Um, yeah, it was good. I like escape rooms and stuff like that. But it's like the least serious escape room. <laughs> it's like actors and it's like a mission. It's like, imagine, do you know what reminds me of Fort Bayard? <laughs> Old school. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of Fort Bayard. But anyway, that was my birthday. It was really good. I had a great time. That sounds cute. Yeah, it was so cute. Like, I just had such a nice chill day. Had a massage. Went, I got my hair did before. Like, it was just nice. Like, now I'm just. You're here. Yeah, I'm just here. Yeah, so, yeah. Lo- low-key birthday. Until I'm, until I'm 35. Until you're 35. Okay, yeah. fair then, enough. Then we will fly out. Okay, I hear it. <laughs> I hear it. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, I've been out a lot this week, so I'm tired. <laughs> Sorry, because I'm just remembering your story. Gone. <laughs> so yeah, I went out with my so my John Lewis girls that we met when oh, we were like was it them? 17 or 18. We've heard so much about John Lewis. Yeah. They listen to the podcast. Um, some of them do. Yeah. Some of them do. <laughs> they were all um, bridesmaids at my engagement. Like oh, everyone, yeah, okay. yeah. So like we are all really close because it was like mm. going to another college. Mm-hmm. But anyway, went out with them um, on Friday for drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, really good catch up. Hilarious. One of them left with a wine glass with wine store in the glass and got on the train with it. I mm. saw. Love that for her. Your story, and I just want like. I was just clicking through and I saw the, all these shots and some drinks on the table. And then I clicked to see the next story and there was no next story. And I thought, yeah, this was the moment. You know that what? I, I thought it was going to be a wholesome night. You know, we hadn't, all five of us hadn't been together like that in a long time. Mm. It's always like four or three. Mm. So I thought it's going to be, you know, a wholesome catch up. No, then I just hilarious. saw one of my friends, like we'd been drinking like cocktails, but then I just saw one of my friends come over for shots. So I was like, well, she was like, oh, it's Casamigos. It's not that bad. I was like, nah, it's nah, what? nah. Casamigos. What's that? tequila Mexican tequila but yeah and then Saturday my little cousin um I took her out because she has graduated with a master's in architecture congratulations baby cousin yeah yeah our grandmas are sisters so it's really cute cute. that we are now like cute next generation uh, well next next generation and then I watched Barbie what did you think of Barbie I really liked it same I really liked it I didn't even know it was about I had an idea, but it was very clever. It was, yeah, it was, it, I wouldn't say it's for kids. If you take kids, it'll just, the stuff will just go it's over gonna their It's going to go over gonna, their heads. Yeah, but I think they'll be able to get enough to do the couple giggles and just be stimulated by the colours. But, <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. Like, I had no, like, I didn't even know the plot. I just knew that the marketing had. Yeah, it's reached one billion now at the box office. So really? big up Greta for being Love one that. of the first and only solo female film directors to do that. Yeah. And it's the second film that Margot Robbie has been the main person in that has gone and made a billion at the box the office. I'm not too sure what it's called, actually. But she, I was it, it the one? Because she was in this film. I doubt it's that one. But she, I just recently found out there's a true crime podcast that I love. And there was a, there's a figure skater called Tonya somebody. And mm-hmm. she did. She was in her biopic. Oh, I'm not too sure what the other one is. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I liked it. It was it was very on the nose, I thought. It's it's funny, like, even being in HR and seeing, like, the play on some of the stuff, not to spoil it for anyone, but it's just hilarious. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I loved it, I loved it. And yeah. they, like, the, they obviously dealing with real topics, but in a way which is, like, it just, 
is a little bit slapstick at points, but in a yeah. in a way which is just like so absurd. It shows you the absurdity of how we live today. Yeah, because it's it's like what they're saying is facts. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not facts. absurd. Like it's real. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, do you know what? Go on. I, there is something else I wanted to talk to you about when we was talking. I didn't add it in, but yeah. Oh, okay. Surprise me. Go on, hit me. No, we spoke about it, but I forgot to add it to this today. The um, the chef in that restaurant who put together his stuff. Ah, uh, yes, team. yes. This is now yes. we're now into the world of HR. Welcome. Yeah. It's been a while since we hit yeah HR exactly. World. We're gonna yeah. give you the HR news. The reason it made me think about that is um one of the comments which I'll explain. So basically, there was a chef. Don't know his name. Come back to look. Um, who who posted a picture of his? It's like a a restaurant basically he was like i've finally put together my my team my chefing team or whatever and it was basically like what 10 white men <laughs> and then actually i'm gonna find i'm gonna find the the um the comment so basically it was one of those oscar so white moments and everybody was like like you are you not seeing this like low like it was so obvious as like, soon as no, i saw no it, women no, no women no people of color like no one differently able nothing okay so his name is thomas straker and the restaurant is called strakers and so he wrote chef team assembled and there is one two three four five six seven eight eight white men yeah pretty much the same man at different stages of life right <laughs> but all kind of all kind of middle-aged a couple young ones yeah um so he put this post out and then everybody was like wow like wow <laughs> and then everyone's obviously started saying this is so not diverse blah blah and to which he responded honestly this is in the comments honestly people need to calm down firstly there's a shortage of chefs slash hospitality workers secondly if you feel so passionately please go and gather cvs of any chefs you think were missing in the team solutions not problems thank you so like obviously he just doubled down. Can can we confirm where his restaurant is? Um, his restaurant. Let's find out. Trust me, I know it ain't in New Yorkshire. So let's see. Um, it's in it's in Go it's in Goldbourne Road, it's West London. So it's oh, very, it's London. Yeah. yeah it's oh, London. fair it's enough. London. Shame on him then. Yeah. So there's no excuse. Like it's not like this is in the I don't want to say arse end of nowhere, but it's not like it's in somewhere where people it's less diverse yeah exactly yeah. but then even so like there's a like there's a lot of women who are also like it, there's there's no excuse there's no excuse yeah, like, i understand like ethnic diversity i can kind of get i can see it but women yeah not one do you know what i really hate about it like women in on earth and definitely in the west or everywhere do the majority of the cooking in life in the world everywhere but, but all the, the famous, famous chefs, chefs are men yeah and then the ones the famous chefs that are women what delia who had to sexualize herself yeah, yeah. nigella <laughs> to, yeah not delia sorry yeah nigella mm, <laughs> delia no, delia. god <laughs> <laughs> nigella who has to be like oh that's so nice she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing and then you've got mary berry he has to go for the like you know pick up mary yeah 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 she's gone for the wholesome grandma vibes now um but it's mad and then there's just all these famous chefs who are men but women are the ones who are doing the majority of the cooking all the time in life it's true it's just crazy anyway he doubled down on it and why that made me why i thought about it when we was just talking about barbie is because someone was like okay fine when you're mojo dojo casa restaurant okay and if you've watched barbie you'll understand but it's, <laughs> it's literally giving that it's giving <laughs> that's funny it's giving um ken Kudos vibes kudos to that person <laughs> <laughs> mojo dojo casa restaurant but um yeah then after that after they pressed him do you see what happened after no what happened he released a statement so obviously they he released a statement they cooked him they put it as they cooked him like hey they cooked him like fried rice boy they cooked him like michelin star food oh i don't know if i'm gonna be able to find it now but basically he said sorry in the story and that was like literally 24 hours after um and then yeah don't know what's happened i don't know if it's had any impact on the customer of his restaurant but i'm always so surprised at how like people will literally double down until they feel like the bag is going to be affected like he didn't care I he said that he said you do the work he said you go and send me fine cvs i think that's half of the reason why people nowadays apologize is because it will impact their work with brands and it will impact their business in different ways and it's they crazy. just don't want that to be a thing so that's why they apologize but sometimes i'm gonna find it go on, sometimes you shouldn't apologize i don't think i think you should only apologize if it's sincere if if it's not sincere you just have to 
Oh, well, here it is. You just have to. That's not going to be the case though, because people are going to do it because it impacts how they work with brands and stuff. Yeah, so, of course, but yeah. it's just it's pathetic. And if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, it's a fake apology. And you're doing it because of the brand. Like at least let it let it look sincere. Like, <laughs> be, don't be don't be rubbish by it. So he wrote on Friday night. I put up a post of my chef team and many rightly pointed out the lack of diversity within it. I am very sorry for my initial response where some queried whether I take the issue seriously. I am absolutely committed to ensuring diversity in my restaurants. Unfortunately, we aren't achieving this in my kitchens currently. And this is an area I know I need to improve on. Um, Making sure it is seen as a welcoming and approachable environment for all. Tom, kiss. So from when you said, like, problems, you're doing solutions, not problems, basically said that you don't care if they're CVs and they, people should do the work for you. So overnight, he made this this change. Well, three days later, actually, he made this change. And now he's saying that he's absolutely committed to ensuring diversity in his restaurant. And I love the, I love the fact that he wrote, unfortunately, we aren't achieving this in my kitchens at the moment. As if to say everywhere else is diverse. And I'm sure they probably are. I'm sure, they, I'm sure you have waitresses. I'm mm. so sure you do. I'm sure you have some ethnic minorities washing the dishes in the back. Like, I have no doubt. I'd, I don't doubt it. But he just wanted to say, oh, there's some. There's some women. There's some people. It's not that bad. I just think just the fake apologies, I'm so over them now. And the thing is, the, his, his audience probably doesn't care. Well, I think he maybe thought that his audience didn't care. And I guarantee, well, not guarantee. I'm sure most of the people who commented are probably not, weren't going to go anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's just because it's come across there. Like, yeah, yeah. Overall. It might yeah. be about investors. It might be about yeah. all this other stuff. But it's just like he, every time, like I live in an echo chamber and I know that and I try to make sure that I don't. But stuff like this shows me that I really do because I'm like, how in 2023 did you look at that and nothing crossed your mind? It happens. Nothing. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, so you looked at that and thought, oh, wow, yeah, this is my team. And you took a picture. It's the norm. I just, I couldn't believe it. But yeah, so I don't know what's going on with him at the moment or if it's affected this trade. I hope it has, to be honest. I bet it hasn't. Hmm? I bet it hasn't. Anyway, most restaurants fell in like their first X amount of time. So I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a new restaurant though. Maybe it is. It probably is if it's his first team. Mm. Hopefully, or maybe that's a new restaurant in that location. I don't know, maybe. but he didn't seem to care, and suddenly he cares. There was someone else like that on TikTok. It was like another. I got into the arts and crafts section of TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how, but um, you know, like that. Who's that? No, Chelsea and what's that? Come on now. Who's oh. the other one? Who's the other one? Re- Chelsea, come on now. Who was the other girl? What in the video with her? The two the two girls that were saying they. I have each other. no idea. I just took the sound and ran with it. Oh my god! You don't know the, you know the story that happened. I know like, the story, yeah. but I don't know their but names. Anyway, there was something else like that. This woman, she was like, "I am." She was a DIY person. Like when you show people how to do what you're doing, the whole purpose is for them to copy. So she's like, "This person, this other creek keeps copying my designs. I did this color. I did that. There's my wallpaper. This wallpaper that I've created with this brand, and she that's my wallpaper in her kitchen." sis you put it there for people to purchase she purchased it so she called out this creator and the creator was like i'm really sorry but i just really like your work and i'm very inspired by what you do and i bought your wallpaper because i was supporting you like and then so she didn't land how she thought it was gonna land and she basically said like she refused to apologize she doubled down like this guy and then the company who she made the wallpaper with was like yeah you're basically bullying this girl and we don't stand for it so all of your all of your lines of wallpaper are being cut and the next day she issued an apology and it was the worst apology I've ever seen in terms of like, it was, be- it was so beggy. She was like, that girl is so good. I should have never treated her like that. I really understand the error of my ways now. You have to compromise the bag or they don't care. That's weird. But I don't always agree, like I said. So some of you may have seen that Jamie Foxx issued an apology over the weekend. So basically, um, he put up a post um, and it said, if they can do it to Jesus, then they can do it to you. And he hashtagged fake friends, fake love, all of this stuff. Mm. Obviously, Jamie Foxx has had a recent health scare. So my personal assumption looking at that and reading it was 
he found a lot of snakes in the grass while yeah. he was going through his health scare. Who where, really showed who, up for you? Yeah, 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 like maybe people who went to the press or people who tried to go to the press, etc. Or who weren't even just there for you, like, yeah. Yeah, so Jennifer Aniston. So if you don't know who that is, most famous for being Rachel from Friends, the sitcom. She liked the, um, the post. Fine. And then people called her out. So fans of hers called her out saying... Uh, how can you like this post this anti-semitic like uh, explain you why they thought it was anti-semitic because i was lost so people thought it was anti-semitic first of all because they're just dumb and have no <laughs> comprehension first of all yeah but no it's because he said they so people who did what to assumes, jesus yeah. yeah that the they that did what they did to jesus was because they are um the jews, jewish yeah, yeah. Let's let's just ignore the fact that Jesus himself was a Jew, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 this this makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Like, so anyway, so when Jennifer started being called out, she made a post saying, "Oh, I'm so sorry. It was an accident. I didn't mean to like it. I don't agree with anti-Semitic views and all of this stuff." And she basically threw Jamie Fox under the bus because mm. no one would have really have like paid attention if. She didn't like it and then do a post about it. Like, and who was even saying? Well, people like, is was it just her fans? It's her fans. Yeah, it's not ja- Jamie's fans. Now has they to go it. and rally. Like yeah, they yeah, were yeah. riding for him and calling Jennifer all sorts of names on her page, on her story and her Instagram because it just didn't make sense. But it just had me thinking about times where you know being from an original Londoner because we've spoken about it before. Where you go to the office and there's a lot of proud fake Londoners. Yeah, from Balham. Yeah, but they're really <laughs> they're really from somewhere up north, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they've lived in yeah. London for ten years or yeah. fifteen years or whatever. It, it, you can't. You, I don't think you can convert to being a Londoner. It's you like can't. It, it's a. It's, <laughs> honestly, it's offensive. You can't, you can't convert. Like if you weren't, that's why I make a point. I'm like, yeah, born and bred Londoner, yeah, yeah. Saint Thomas Real. Hospital. Yeah, what? Real. <laughs> Guys, hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah shout out. <laughs> <laughs> like even you know, even though I was living in East London when I was pregnant with my son, I still travelled. To St Thomas to give birth. They got a really good mentality. Yeah, it's really good. I said, no, I'm not doing it. I got on a tour of that when I was on the NHS grad scheme. Did you? Yeah, the mentality board overlooks the. It does. Yeah, it does. It's a view. Yeah, my partner got Vapianos for me after I gave birth. Cute. Because, you know, local. Great delivery options if you want to give birth at St Thomas. But, anyway, so. It just got me thinking about all the times when I was in school and people just misinterpret what you're saying because they're not... They don't understand it. Yeah, they're just not from that community or they're just not from... Yeah, whatever it is. Like, even as a Londoner, there's just certain... You know, like on Love Island, I know we always bring it up, but it's the same thing. Oh, they're straight out of Compton. Listen to what they're actually saying. Mm. It's like Latin. Like, you can hear where it's derived from. Like, you'll understand if you just listen to what they're saying. And I just feel like... How do you use they, Jennifer? Yeah. What was what did you th- why did you think they was? Do because you think when she liked it, she thought it was anti-Semitic, or she just she just thought Jamie Fox photo. She wasn't thinking; she just liked it. Do you know because what? I, I just liked. I was just going to say be reading some, captions. Some people's Instagram habits. I've seen some of my friends. They literally tap 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 tap. Melissa, if you post something, <laughs> I'm not waiting to see what you hashtag. You could have said fuck them, mm. <laughs> yeah, and I've already liked it because if true. you post it, I'm liking it, and that's I, the same I for think, most of my I friends. I think that's possible. That most you know, of the people that I know, like just that's a nice picture. Yeah, I think she did just think, oh my. My friend Jamie, let me like yeah. his post. My friend, but then don't just don't backpedal on They're it. Friends. It's true, but don't backpedal on it. And now, like, he just had a re- recent health scare, and now, like, you're crying online just because you couldn't handle it. Why didn't she? She could because she literally could have just said, "Oh, that's not what I understood it to mean." Literally, like, why? That's what I'm saying. Like, why did you go? It's have to go? It's self preservation. It's horrible though. Like, why did you have to go? Like, you know. I love me a bit of Rachel Green. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And it just had me thinking of like, oh, and you'd kiss your teeth in school and the teacher would act like you said, see you next Tuesday yeah, yeah, yeah. and like send you out. It's like, you don't even know what this means. Like, you're just offended for no reason, but you, you don't, don't get actually it. get it. Like, it, I'm just irritated, you know? It's like, so it's the, literally the same as tutting. Yeah, yeah. That's literally, kissing your teeth is the same as tutting, but yeah. one gets one reaction and one gets the other. Do you know what I mean? So... Jennifer is just not in my um. Yeah, but I think it happens my a lot of time because you just don't understand like people's 
culture or you don't understand like how we speak african americans have it as well with aav yeah their vernacular yeah yeah yeah, yeah. theirs is crazy though yeah, yeah even yeah. me i hear something i'm like yo but it's, a, it's it's like a language or is it a dialect it's a dialect isn't it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Dialect now although lots of people don't recognize it so aav stands for african-american vernacular english mm-hmm. and that's all the, basically the way the black a lot of black people speak in america and it's been kind of like taken on by like popular culture and everyone's like no this is not for you to have it's literally our dialect yeah so like even like someone like whitney going it's giving yeah, like yeah. it's it's being taken from them like it's not it's not a uk thing yeah yeah it's been there made was, one there was something that um they kept, they said in Love Island, what was it? Yeah, we spoke about it before. Do you know what they was talking a lot of moving mad? <laughs> when they said moving, when I hear it, I'm like, now this is like it's they're mainstream. taking it out of context. No, but I think <laughs> I actually think some of them use it in the right context. But it's like that's mainstream now. Do you remember we spoke it about is. it like last year? We yeah, were talking yeah, about how we were like telling our colleagues. Watch, next stuff. next season, it will be tapped. Yeah, that's tapped. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like five years later, <laughs> don't, yeah, get, don't catch up. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I think it happens. It happens at the workplace as well. Someone yeah, might say does. something and you'd be like, that's so offensive. It's like, it's it's not like offensive. no, it's not. It's not. We've spoken about it like, oh, I can't come and kill myself. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm really not trying to trigger anybody. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. literally how Trouble dramatic speak. like Africans can be. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I, don't, I don't appreciate that from Jennifer. No. But it's very online. It's, it's very quite in line with her brand. I can't lie. And the people that are her fans. Like yeah. she, is, she is the, she, not that she is a Karen herself, but she is a, there's lots of Karens that will look up to her as somebody. They'll People started saying, oh, this is why Brad went to Angelina. I knew that. I, I was going to ask you, yeah. Whenever Jennifer does something, like, she, she, like, that's probably what she was trying to avoid. Because the way they slander her, yeah. But I don't, what I don't appreciate about Jennifer Anderson is the way people, like, whenever it comes, there's some misogyny there all the time when... um They bring up Brad and Angelina. Just in general, they just make it seem like... Jennifer Anderson is one of the people I remember from the beginning... It was like, why are you not married? Why are you not married? Why are you single? Why are yeah, you single? Yeah, that's true. It why don't you like have the kids? Girl yeah, like, it's true. You know, her and Julia how, Roberts. Yeah, how the worst thing in the world was to be like single and unmarried yeah, yeah, or yeah, childless yeah, or whatever. Like she was the she was the poster girl for that. And it, I remember back in the day when it was like all the magazines they would just forever talk about why she's single and who she's dating and you know how sad it was that she had nobody and like mm. it's mad. Speaking of actually, um, I'm going a bit left now, but I was having a conversation with one of my friends and like because of the age that we're this is like a crossover episode now but because of the age we're at now she was saying that sometimes in the workplace like well a lot of the time in the workplace people are constantly referring to a partner or um a child or Mm. children or some form of event like an engagement or wedding except whatever it is and they're starting to feel a little bit left out because it's one thing to, um, you know, be at a certain space in your career, but now it seems like a lot of the camaraderie and community yeah, yeah. comes from people, you know, saying, oh, how's Jim? And everyone yeah, knows yeah, who yeah. Jim is and all of that stuff, yeah. which I found quite interesting. I, I, I had um, something like that, like when I was, um, I think into when I left my last permanent job, there was like a Christmas dinner that they were going to have or end of year or some sort of SLT dinner. I don't think it was Christmas because, yeah. And I had just, I had a boyfriend, but very early stages mm-hmm. and I was not going to bring him. Yeah. He, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> yeah. Obviously I would bring him now, but I wasn't going to bring him then. Um, and I just felt like I can't, I like, I'm, I don't want to go and be by myself. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody was like, this person's coming with their wife, that person's coming with their husband, that person's coming with their partner, this person's coming with this person. I was like, number one, I don't want to go and be by myself. I also don't want to go and subject the person I actually like to being here. And it was just like, I felt so, like, I didn't go in the end. Cause I just, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't go. Because I didn't want to, to be honest. I was, mm. working, I was working my notice anyway. And... I just did I just couldn't be bothered and I was just like I would feel left out and I don't want to have to force like there was the not having to force it but then also like I don't I'm not gonna I'll be alone and I'll be the only one I would have been the only one who was alone mm. so I was like there's I do think there's something there in terms of like feeling left out of, of st- those kind of things and especially when you're a woman and you get certain age and it's like about having kids and and people will ask you as well like when they meet you oh do you have kids like stuff like that and it's like they're do, it's, it's nothing malicious about it but it definitely comes from a place of like they're hoping that you say yes yeah, so that they can be like oh how many how old are they blah blah mm. blah and if you don't it's like no they're like oh okay 
I'm like, do you? They'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, no, ask my questions. But do you know what I mean? Like, if you're, I'm quite comfortable with the fact that, like, I don't have children at the moment. Um, I would like to in the future. But if you're someone, number one, who doesn't or doesn't want to, like, it can just be really awkward. It's kind of like the expectation of this time of life, I think. Mm. I'm not going to lie. Even though I have a child, I love my child dearly Mm. i'm not that guy yeah like i'm not gonna talk about my child like some i just feel people do it too much Mm. which is why i then understand why Mm. some people feel excluded or left out because why is every other sentence Mm. about your child or your partner Mm. like stop what i do like now (laughs) is that i feel like in that space yeah like sorry because like people you ask someone oh did you watch this on netflix yeah we did no no, no like, i'm asking you, you, you. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> why are you bringing your man or your woman or whoever yeah, into yeah, this yeah, the like kids, the kids, drop, or the kids, the kids like drop I, them out yeah yeah but, that, but the thing is that's just, that's what brings people joy do you know what i mean it's their family you talk about their family i get it but you're also your own person yeah yeah and i feel like some people some some everyone is but some people they're actually like they aren't because me, even me, I can do my man, my man, and my man at the best of times in it, but when only when it's appropriate. You get what I mean? <laughs> only when it's appropriate. So I I get it. But what I like now is that pet culture is on the rise. It is on the rise. So sometimes, sometimes yeah, people, you could be like, oh, and they'll be like, oh, here's my dog. Oh, I don't have to keep it. Here's my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually rather talk, I think pets are actually more inclusive. <laughs> it's more to be like, oh, do you have a dog? Because if you don't have a dog, it's like, okay, I don't have a dog, but That's here's true. my dog. But I do think the same way people are, it's not, it's not the same, but I feel like the same way that people are trying to be more cognizant of um, pronouns or trying to be, you know, more inclusive of um, race or whatever mm. it is or gender, you should also be inclusive of the fact that some people are single. Are single. Yeah. Some people want to be single. Yeah. Some people don't and they haven't found that person and you don't need to be stressing. Yeah. You know, my man, my man, my man. Thank yeah. you to my man every single. <laughs> I'm <two> going. <laughs> my Literally, you don't have to do that every two seconds. And I feel like it's it's part of that being mindful. Like I joke, but say I don't mm. say don't yeah. like it's not we because yeah. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Like because when you ask me the same, well not me personally, but when you ask the other person the same question. It's gonna be about them. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not saying don't ask about family. It's not like the, but just you yeah, know, yeah. I feel like have something. One, one on one. Yeah, what's an interesting conversation? Because I had never thought about it in the workplace before. It definitely happens with some people, like when it definitely when it comes to kids or being single or whatever. Some people just don't want like some people don't want to have kids. And some people don't want to be in a relationship, and I think it's the expectation. But sometimes I forget like how far we have come. I'm not saying that it's good enough, but again, this. I'm going to shout out the podcast, yeah. I listen to, I've been, I'm so in love with a podcast called Red Handed. It's a true crime podcast. If you love true crime, yeah, like, you'd love it. It's British, it's two women, uh, white women and Asian woman, um, Sruti and Hannah. And I just love them. I love everything they do. So, um, but I was listening to a podcast today about, it's actually quite, about something quite dark. So we don't have to talk about that. But we spoke about women's, women's rights in Ireland. And in Ireland, you, um, you, contraception was like a, like legal for a long time it was only i think 1996 really when they become, like for unmarried people i mean oh wow yeah, that's late became, yeah yeah because obviously catholic church blah blah, blah. yeah but, well, um wow. and up until now if you were unmarried woman and you had a child unless it was something like abuse or whatever you was basically sent to these like um laundry places where you would uh, work for free oh wow um, with you and your baby your baby end up in an orf- orphanage or with you and you would basically wash clothes in like a basically like legalized slavery and they didn't abolish that until 1996 that's crazy and like a lot of women would and obviously there was no abortion and they had the referendum in what 2017 to Mm. change that but there was no there was no abortion so you basically got pregnant that's it no contraception so if you do get pregnant like obviously like don't have sex and if you do have sex well then your life is over and there were basically people that died because like, they tried to do stuff themselves. They tried to do stuff to themselves yeah. or they didn't seek medical care or they were just like, they would literally rather wow. go through all of that. So sometimes I feel like even imagine like 1996, like even obviously in Ireland's a bit different, but even the stigma, like people, there's an assumption of like, you should, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to by a certain age, be married, having kids, like talking less of being in your early thirties and being single for some people do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so sometimes i think we forget like how and even in the, the uk they had that what those things was it in the 50s or the 60s where they had something similar where you would go to these mother and baby places 
So sometimes I think we forget, like, it wasn't actually that long ago that the assumption was you should marry. And obviously, those No, definitely. I watch Long Lost Family. And like, do you know Long Lost Family? Is that the BBC? Now I'm thinking, who do you think you are? ITV with Davina McCall. Oh, yeah, I remember. Isn't that quite old? No, it's a new season. And it's been going for a long time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they reunite, like. Yeah, but even then, the story is always like, you know, I was unmarried or I was married to someone else. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and the the child is literally someone in like their 50s. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, it's not that long ago then. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I mean. I think. We've come so far, but then some of that stuff just still lingers with us. Like, if you meet someone at work, I know that I'm guilty of it sometimes. If I meet a woman at work... And she's I never like, ask if they have children. I would never ask, yeah. but if, if I find out that, like, you're in your, like, mid to late 40s, I've realised that I probably would have assumed that you had children. Maybe not married, but in my head I assume. So when I find out you don't, I still have that surprise. I'm not necessarily vocalising that, but I'm having to, like, self-correct myself to be like, oh, wait, you don't have kids. Oh, okay, well, she doesn't have kids. Like, but in my head I'm thinking, oh, she doesn't have kids. Like... I don't know, it's even for me, and I feel like I should, well, I would hope I'd be a bit more awake than that. You're more curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I still yeah. find myself being shocked, and I'm like, why am I shocked? Mm. But that's like, I think that's just... Society. Yeah, and how I am. Like, even now, I was telling someone, like, if I was to get pregnant now, I just, I see myself so, in such a different way, like, it would legit feel like a teenage pregnancy. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's how it felt <laughs> for me. Like a teenage pregnancy? Yeah, like, yeah. Who, who let me do this? I was 29, and I... <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a teenage pregnancy yeah, yeah. I was like oh my god what, what am I gonna do Even when I find out like my friends are pregnant now, I'm like oh my god and I'm like wait wait You're, you're grown <laughs> Literally literally but yeah it was just An interesting um, Thought that just popped in my head just now Yeah yeah. What's been happening I think there was something else you want to talk about The <laughs> It's funny to me anyway Zoom um, we all, you know, we all get on our Zoom, you know. Zoom really, you know, made its mark during lockdown mm-hmm. because people were working from home. Facilitating remote yeah, working. Yeah, Zoom were literally one of the big boys facilitating working from home. Mm-hmm. And that same company that we're all using now on our work from home mm-hmm. days has said, you man, back to the office. That is crazy <laughs> to me. That's actually crazy yeah, to me. Yeah, they said if if you have a local office near you, you need to start going. So even though we are the inventors, I that would move. Like how I'd can move. they? You should. They should be the biggest advocate for That's crazy. working from home twenty four seven. Are they in financial difficulty? Are they not doing as well right now? Well, they did make some cuts. Mm. Um, but then I feel like even if people have gone back to the office. They're still not going to necessarily delete like a Zoom subscription because there'll still be times. No, when no, you need no. It. And also, not everyone will be back in the office at the same time. We're always still. still yeah, they'll still be. Yeah. Maybe Microsoft is taking. I was just going to say, that. maybe Teams are doing because more. Because a lot of people, like even the company I was in before, they had Microsoft. I don't Teams, like Teams, but they I weren't using it. Hmm? I, I, love I love Teams. I love. I love. Anyway, I'm not a fan I, of I, it. I don't want to give too many too much, but I love Microsoft as a, as a suite. Office three six five is my bag. Yeah, I love that. But I'm just not the biggest fan of Teams. Why? Don't, I prefer Zoom, you know? Yeah, but you're from your, you've got a tech background. You know, you guys like ridiculous things like Google Hangouts and Zoom. and. I do like Google Hangouts. I think that is the worst thing ever. <sighs> it's actually the worst. Like, I, Google as a something to use to work is insane. Like, have you ever used Google Sheets? Yeah, I like Google Sheets. I'm judging you. Are you? Google Sheets, all of that. Like it's just it's all calm. Anyway. You know it's it's accessible. It's accessible. <laughs> Everyone got a Gmail account, so it's accessible. Yeah, see. But no. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's shocking. Yeah, so now everyone's I just think like their stocks deserve to crumble because why are you now it's just gonna be like it's so if, if Zoom are telling people to come back, yeah, then why the hell are we the people still... who are making the thing that is enabling us? Yeah, but then um, it's kind of linked to something we mentioned very briefly when Sarah was on about flexible working, um, how they've changed it now <clears throat> so that you can apply for it from day one. Mm-hmm. And I do, I would love to see statistics actually on how many people will now going forward actually just say, regardless of what your hybrid working is, this is what I want to do. From day one, I would yeah. say very few. You think so? People are so scared. Like, we still live in an age where, like, people are scared to ask for the maternity policy before they start. So, and they, there was some, they were 
debating whether it should need to be published for companies over a certain size. I think it should be. But I, I can't remember what happened with that because that was a while ago. Maybe it's past, maybe it has now. I'll find out and I'll update you guys. But like people are not going to just get a new job and be asking in their probation period, come on, come on, come on. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Like maybe after. But but people who have been in their job a while. Yeah, they will. Who like, you know, they were working from home. Now your office is saying, well, actually we want you in four days a week. Mm. Like they should be the yeah, ones saying like. No, no, I'm, I'm going to apply for it. One of my friends, yeah, she um, worked at a company, she worked at a company in West London, like Hammersmith, and she, um, during COVID, they obviously went remote, and then she bought a, she bought a home in, basically in like Essex, like, and then, so obviously it was crazy for her, so when they started calling people back to the office, she just applied, uh, um, she applied to be fully remote. Nigga said yes. And they have done like her job was fully remote and also she's retraining. So she wanted to do some stuff with data. They've helped her and they've basically she's been doing it over a couple of years. So they've retained her, they've given her some support in doing that. And there's a part of the business where she will like now she's learned it, she's gonna be moving over to. And she's just like, I will never leave this company. Because they've literally been flexible for her, they've yeah. allowed her to live where she wants to live, mm. um, and still kind of put their arms around her, and they've helped her to grow her career in a different directions. She's, like, I will never leave. She's, like, I, there's no reason for me to leave this company. I like it here. I do good work. I'm motivated. During the hours that I'm supposed to be at work, I do good work. After that, she said she will never leave, and I love that for her. Like that's what they need to understand. Yeah. Like she's. Do people understand that? Like or companies that people will just resign. Yeah, a lot of people will resign if they you will. do too much. Remember that when um, Elon Musk announced the Tesla thing, I saw people yeah. on LinkedIn like, "Hi guys, I'm looking for a new yeah, job yeah, due yeah. to this new announcement." Yeah, even one of my friends' mums, they just announced that um, they want them in four days a week, and they've received a bunch of resignations already. As you would, yeah, because what are you on? Four days. You know how tired you'll be <sighs> after four days. If you're going on four days, yeah, there has to be um, there has to be a transition. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just tell me four days. The first year, two days. Second year, like, it has to be, there has to be some grandfathering yeah. or four something. Four days. You'll be knackered. That's too much. Full, like, morning to evening. That's sick. Nah, nah, four days. I think it's too much. You're making me come in four days. I'm working four days. It's a four-day working week. That's what I was going to say, yeah. If it's a four-day working week, fair enough. What happened to that? What happened to the trials? It's, it's some, some companies have extended it. The government said we didn't... <laughs> They're so miserable. This is our government, yeah. The They're government was so like, um, we don't think you guys should extend it or something like that. And then people, I know we're extending it anyway. We like it. It's working for us. Good. It is a useless government. Miserable. Because right now we should have a four-day week. There's no reason why we can't There's have a four-day absolutely no reason. The productivity on a Friday, statistics show that by, I think it's 1.30 p.m., like majority of employees have shut down and they're not really doing any work after that on average so yeah. why are you why are you making me work on the slick like, i reckon they do a four-day working week so some people would have mondays off some people have fridays off yeah and that's fine like that works i would love that yeah mondays off would be great anyway we persevere shall. <laughs> <laughs> we hope it happens in the end i think is there one more thing tattoo oh yeah um so there was a video that we both saw uh, i saw it on twitter but it was on tiktok via or x now it's x now isn't it horrible x i saw it on twitter uh formerly yeah x formerly known as twitter and it was basically this woman she was saying that she had this job interview she didn't get it and she thinks it's to do with her appearance and specifically i'd say the tattoo she has a very like half of her face but th- no two-thirds of her face is covered in a tattoo i think just to um up to the bottom of her nose and above her lip is covered in the tattoo and then people were kind of weighing in online about whether they what they thought about it if it was fair i think the vast majority of people were like they wouldn't hire her and or them i think um and people were like it shows that you have bad decision making like certain <laughs> out of control it's, it is out of control. Yeah, so it literally... So, let me see. So it's literally up to her nose. I don't know. Is that some sort of tribal thing? I don't think so. I don't know if it's a cultural thing. But basically, she said it was to do with her appearance. And um, everyone was like, yeah, it probably is. Because obviously, you make bad decisions. And people were like, if you get that kind of tattoo, you just have to accept that you're working for yourself. <laughs> and what do you think about that? Do you think that we're now... 
at the place where we shouldn't even be having to have this conversation. If someone was tattooed their face, it doesn't make them any less of a. We're not there yet. Hmm? We're not there yet. Like, and it's not a couple. It's not just to. Just to let, let me let me see again so I can describe sorry. it. Hey guys, um, update. I didn't get the job. I just got the email. Um, I'm guessing my appearance had a lot to do with it. Uh, so she, yeah, so. It might not have been her appearance, to be fair. Is that, that is an, also an assumption. Yeah, that is an assumption. It might have been that she wasn't the right person for the job, but she'll never know with that tattoo on her face whether yeah. it's I'm her. actually going to put a picture in. I always say that, but I will put a picture in. Yeah, we're never going to know if it's genuinely because of her appearance yeah. or she just wasn't the right person for the role she went for. Yeah. Like, she'll never know. I do think that, like, even now, in today's, or where we are today, if you have that sort of tattoo, you are working for yourself or you have to be an artist of a sort that's where you can get away with it form of creative you have to be a creator an artist it's someone who works in a tattoo shop yeah do you know i feel like it's not and we're not talking about little wayne teardrops little crossing your face like it's literally yeah but looking again 75 percent of her face basically everything except her mouth and around yeah is covered in a singular tattoo i think um Surely, like, if she was, I don't know, an engineer or a designer or... They would just leave her to it, I think. I think it, I think even if it's not relevant to your job, yeah, I don't. I just think people don't like it. They just think you'll make bad decisions or they don't want to... There is something around, do you want to look at this person every day? Like, that's what it is. And that is, that's definitely wrong. But it's not even about scaring customers or people feeling a way about it. It's like the person hiring... The people hiring you they themselves don't want to see it and that's the reality it's the same way that we all think like like there's just there's there's so many layers to it but it's not just for specific jobs like most jobs if you have a face tattoo it doesn't matter if you're going to be some sort of customer facing but most people are actually not like there's no reason that that person can't do admin in the office there's no point that there's no reason that person can't work in b&q Stacking shelves at the back, not in front. But there's no reason like this person couldn't do all those things. It's just because people don't want to hire someone that looks like that. It, they people think it's unpleasant to look at. Like it's it's so un- unfortunate. Someone said that know, there's a pretty privilege element. If you had uh, like three quarters of your face covered and you were an absolute smoke show, yeah, you'd be better off. And this, like, I'm not saying it's. Well, I mean, I don't think by standards that she would be. But, like, if you were, like, let's say Molly, Molly Marsh from Love Island, got three quarters of her face tattooed, obviously she's still not going to hit the same, but she'd probably be more likely to be getting opportunities. And, like, it's just so much. People just don't want to look at look at, look at it. So many layers. So many, so many layers. layers. Imagine I, if she didn't get a job because she was just terrible interview. That's what I think. I think <laughs> even how she says, oh, I'm guessing it has something to do you with my appearance. You don't know that. Like, it just sounds a bit for you know they could have already been on your linkedin and looked at you and thought oh cool come oh what a, what a creative yeah like i feel like we need more like how do we know you were qualified for the job yeah like how do we know that how do we know that you're the fit for that company what they were looking for that your skills are up to scratch yeah know. we don't know that it's because but of the you, wait wait hold on hold on let's wait are we doing what people do like you know when people like oh Obviously, she's experienced it before, so she probably does know it feels like. You know when we're like, oh, I uh, know it was that was racism, and you're like, they didn't well, call you the n word. Are, are we are we doing that? I, do you know what it is? Like I've I've seen people with very like like covered in tattoos and have drops like even on their face, not maybe not like that. I've never, seen, that anything, extreme, I've never seen anything, but I've that seen extreme. them quite covered. Like so, I'm just thinking. I actually have never seen anything like that, and I think it actually makes a difference if we can see your skin or not. We cannot see the skin on seventy percent, seventy five percent of her face. I really think if you've got little, like, if you've got like literally a face, neck, body full of but tattoos. But then, sorry, why would you tattoo your face if you're if you know you're someone that still wants to work in the corporate world? <laughs> <laughs> this is the question, isn't it? It's like, when, I want to know when she did it. This like, what was her timing? But you never know. She might have been doing something else. She might have been in the band. Oh, come on. We don't know what she did. That's what I'm trying to say. We, we don't have the backstory. But when you tattooed your face like that, on God, you were not thinking about employment. At all. At all. I know people who, like, only got tattoos above, like, their forearms so they could mm. still roll up their shirt at work and not show tattoos. I think that's so old school, though. I really yeah. think right now, yeah, even 
if you have a tattoo anywhere, I think neck tattoos are still pushing it and maybe tattoos on the back of your hand. But I think anything... I, I think, think so. On the back of your hand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or your knuckles. Anything that's giving gangster vibes. Yeah. I don't like that. Like, I think that's a bit much. But I think anything else, like, even if you had a full sleeve up to your wrist, I think pe- tattoos, have accept- they've been accepted now in most things. And also, just wear a long shirt. I, I don't think I have worked a place where people didn't have tattoos. No. Do you have a tattoo? No, I don't. I really like tattoos, though, on other people. Same. I'm trying to get my boyfriend to get a sleeve. You're not serious. He doesn't have one tattoo. You're not serious. And I said, get a sleeve. <laughs> You're very not serious. Do you not like tattoos? Have you got one? I do like tattoos, but I don't have any, you know. Piercing girl. Yeah, I'm really trying to get it. Anyway, I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. But I think you'll get it. You're not serious. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I wish her all the best. Hopefully, there's a company that's, like, opportunist and, like, she's will not, hire you. She's not selling herself there. Like, the, the, even the small clip of the video, I, I, I don't want to say victim. That's not the right word. But even the small clip, it's not giving, it's not giving anything. It's just giving... It's the oh. video that made me think, mm, how do we know you were right? Yeah, because yeah. like, oh, I guess it's, I, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, like if she is. came with some next Vim, then it yeah, would be different. Yeah, if she came and said, you know, I didn't get the job, but it's fine. I know my worth. I can do X, Y, Z, A, That's B, different. C. I think, okay. But then are we asking her to prove herself? Yeah, we are. Okay. Because you, you came on the internet. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, if you come on the internet, you open yourself up to scrutiny. Fair enough, fair enough. You do? Fair enough, you, you do. You could have just said it to your friends. That's true, that's true, that's true. She knew what she was doing, though. Exactly. I the last thing I saw him. Um, it reminded me of um, you know it's Edinburgh Festival now. Oh, the AI comedians. No. Oh, go on. Sorry. It was this lady. I can't remember her name was again, but she. Um, oh, the person who had one person. Yeah. Turn up. <laughs> um. She basically. Um. She's a comedian, actress, and writer, and then she did a show at Edinburgh Festival. My understanding is the comedians at Edinburgh Festival they put on their own shows at their own expense, and they have to sell tickets to recoup the cost and blah blah. blah. So she did a sh- first show, which she's been obviously marketing and stuff like that. And one person showed up in the audience. She did the show for the one person. She's a better person than me. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> if one person shows up to my show, on God, that's cancelled. I'll take I'll take it to dinner, but on God, the show is cancelled. <laughs> Anyway, she did the show for the one person and she came online for whatever reason. But she came online to say, oh, one person showed up to my show. She looks very sad. I think she had some wet eyes. You know, it was giving crying CEO. And then she was like, one person showed up to my show. That's okay, isn't it? Like, oh, I feel so disappointed, blah, blah. And all these comedians, bless them, they all started saying, oh, it's a rite of passage. Mm. You know, we've all been there. You know, I've done this. My first show that. My first show this. And I thought it was, like, quite nice. But also, like, God, why do we have to go through the same things all over again? Like I've, but I, and I assume now I've assumed that her next show, yeah, a hundred percent, because she went viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These comedians, yeah, yeah. I was like, I feel, I feel like it's quite nice to share like your story with other people. Yeah, like if you've been through it, do you know what I mean? Like it's always nice to hear like in whatever, whatever sort of work you're in, it's nice to hear from those before you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're not, you're not doing it wrong. That's true. Like I know that's always been really helpful to me when I've, I've really messed some. My favorite thing is when I've messed something up, and if someone comes and tells me how they've done a bigger mistake in the place, a bit um, mm, in the past, mm, a bigger mess up. I love that. Yeah, like, oh, makes so you fat. feel better. It makes me feel so much yeah. better when I know that you, you that's more senior, more successful you than have me, done that. You've yeah. done it worse. I agree. I agree. But yeah, cool. I think that's it. Yeah, there was a lot. Jump it. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. All the normal stuff. Yeah. That's a wrap, guys. Bye. Bye.